the show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, I sure hope we are today. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage moms. We focus on your amazing value as a mother in this world and as a mom. Uh, I have to remind you that your parenting is huge, but at some point it moves into the grand parenting stage. And since National Grandparents Day is this weekend, we thought we'd get some insightful, let's call it insightful advice that could change the lives of your children and your grandchildren or your future grandchildren. So let me say this. Our guest is a mother, a grandmother, an entrepreneur, a best-selling author, a speaker. And those things may be the most important things about her other than being a child of God. But she also happens to be the daughter of Jeanette and Truett Kathy. Of course, that would be the founding family of Chick-fil-A. Everybody's getting hungry now. Trudy Kathy White. She's in the house today to share her best family traditions and advice when it comes to being a grandma and also a mother that's all coming up on channel mom in just one minute Are you in need of some girl time or maybe a mother-daughter date? We've got just the place for you. Enjoy an afternoon of respite and refreshments with an authentic English tea. Lynn's Tea Shop and Cafe serves a delightful afternoon tea or a delicious breakfast or lunch in their cafe, all at affordable prices. Offering special teas like the chocolate fountain tea or princess tea, there's something for everyone at Lynn's Tea Shop and Cafe in Littleton. For a 10% discount, use the code CHANNELMOM. Visit lynnstea.com. That's lynnstea.com. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. I hope you've tuned in for a reason today because I do think that this show is going to help you, bless you, give you uh, some information that you can apply in your life either now or in the future. I do want to remind you first to please remember to mention Channel Mom. If you book one of those fabulous teas at uh, Lynn's Tea Shop, just go to Lynn's t.com lens.t.com and mention us and then you can get a discount if you're going to take your daughter take your mother take your girlfriend group lens.t.com and mention channel mom there also i want to mention that our uh show replays throughout the weekend in various places across the u.s but it does replay on september 11th which you may be listening to it now uh saturday september 11th and so i felt that i must take a few moments of silence for you to send up a prayer for all those who lost so much on that day and all those who gave so much on that day.
Okay, so I'm a crier, so everything makes me want to cry today. Anyway, the 20th anniversary of September 11th, I felt that we had to at least acknowledge that. Okay, so... Today, we have Trudy Kathy White on the show. She is the author of several books, Climb Every Mountain. I have my autographed copy sitting here next to me. Also, A Quiet Strength about the life of her mother, Jeanette. Uh, she's a prolific and, and uh, best-selling author. Uh, of course, she's also from the Chick-fil-A family. Her, her dad, Truett, established. And with her mom, you know, right behind him, they established Chick-fil-A. And I know I don't need to tell you what that is because uh, that's the mouth-rottering that gets everybody going as soon as I mention that restaurant. Um, Trudy is coming on today because she treasures being a grandma. She treasures the, the task of grandmotherhood. So I asked her on today to give some advice on the weekend where National Grandparents Day falls. And, and before we bring Trudy on to give us that wonderful advice, I thought, you know what, let's give a little round of applause to all the grandparents out there. Okay, and th- and that's for Trudy, too. Welcome to Channel Mom, Trudy. Oh, thank you, Jenny, so much. What a pleasure to be with you today. Yeah, we're glad to have you. Um, and and I, you had a special sort of uh, desire placed on your heart to encourage grandparents uh, this weekend. And I thought, oh, my goodness, I know she's going to have some great advice. You actually have something called Camp Meepaw that, that you do for your own grandchildren. Can you quickly explain that? Yeah, you know, John and I realized that we we just treasure our time with our grandchildren. We thought, what could we do that would be really fun? Now, for 13 years, I served as a camp director for Windshape Camps for Girls. So I have had kind of camp in my blood. I went to camp when I was a little bitty girl and came to a summer after I had stepped aside from that role and I didn't have anything going on for the summer. And I said, hey, I've got enough grandchildren. I can start my own camp right here at my house. And so we just invited all of our grandchildren in. Now we have 15 grandchildren. And John and I keep them for three and a half days, and we have the most fun with them. We we play games with them. We build crafts with them. We let them swim. We take them to the pond and go fishing together. We have devotionals with them. They help us with the meal prep uh, as we eat together. And we just have a lot of fun, and, and all the cousins are together, and they have a blast as well. It's a way for us to be intentional with these children and invest in their lives. Yeah. And, and I would love for you to explain um, why being a grandmother is so fulfilling for you. Because I think a, a lot of the moms who listen to us, and maybe moms like me, who can't even imagine loving somebody as much as they love their own kids, or finding another role as fulfilling as motherhood, but I think you would suggest, I'm just going to put this out there, that grandmotherhood takes things to a whole new level. So, so why is grandmotherhood so fulfilling for you? Uh, well, let me say, first of all, it is fulfilling, and I'll never forget when our children were grown and married and they began to have their own children. Now, that's fun in and of itself, just to watch your own children begin to parent their children. Yeah. I will never forget when our, our son came to visit with us. Their daughter was six months old. It was their first child, and they came in with their luggage and all the stuff that comes with, you know, a six-month-old, and they got her all settled in and down to sleep, and my son sat down at the table with me, and he looked at me across from the table, he looked me eye to eye and he said, Mom, you won't believe how much work this is. We are up and down all night long. We've got diapers to change. We've got so much going on. I mean, he talked to me like I had never been raised a child. <laughs> and there we had raised four of them. <laughs> right. So, so it, it's kind of entertaining to, to, to watch your own children grow up and begin to raise their children. But to be to fulfill the role as a grand, 
um, grandmother and a grandparent for me. Let me tell you, I think it's it's both pleasure and sacrifice. The pleasure comes in just experiencing all their energy and hearing their highs and lows of their days and just recognizing the fact that I actually get a chance to make a difference in their lives spiritually and emotionally just by showing up for them. I think that being consistent and and being there for them is, is so powerful in our relationship. But I, you know, I, I get it. It's sometimes it's a sacrifice. I sometimes have to set aside some of the things I would rather be doing, some of my pursuits or whatever. And I, I realize that I have to pour my time and my resources into this next generation and make a make an opportunity to let God use me to have an impact on these children's lives. So I see it as a critical role. Uh, to be able to play the role of a grandmother in the lives of our grandchildren. Yeah. So I want you, if you wouldn't mind, to give me a little pep talk today and all the mamas out there who can't imagine moving to the next stage. So let me give you a little background. This coming week, I'm going to take our daughter, Georgia Grace, off to college in California, so far away. And um, our son's already gone off to college, so we only have two. You've got double the amount of kids that we have. And I have been dreading this day because she, in many ways, even though child psychologists would probably say this should not be the case, she's been my bestie for the last 10 years. I'm so close to her. So I've been dreading it, but God has begun to show me, oh, Jenny, she needs this. You need this. And your ministry needs this. You have other things to focus on. So, and, and frankly, I need to focus more on God and my husband, but I need your little pep talk to say, this is what's waiting down the road when it comes to watching your children grow up and having their own kids and being a grandma. Can you just talk to the moms today who can't even picture how that can be rewarding? <laughs> uh, well, first of all, let me just just admonish you and tell you that you have invested a lot of years just putting, giving your children roots. And now as you launch them off, some have already sent off, and now if you send your daughter off to college, you're giving them the wings. And those wings are critical for them. Uh, as parents, we, we have young children, and we kind of control them. We tell them when they go to bed. We put the food in front of them to eat. And at some point in their teenage years, you want them to uh, exercise self-control. They begin to control themselves in some areas. But by the time they're headed off to college, you know, you really are – putting them in God's hands, you want them to really depend on the Lord for things that are happening and really not so much on you, but more so on the Lord. Hopefully you've laid those kind of foundations for them. And so I think that's that's what makes this exciting, that this journey of being a mom and releasing your children into the world, uh, you are releasing them to God's care and and he's going to take care of them. And they they will recognize the fact that their dependency has to come from somewhere and hopefully Sooner than later, they'll learn that their dependency is on the Lord. And then you just have that next phase to look forward to of grandparenting. I know. And realizing that you have the opportunity to uh, to pour into these little lives that God has given your own children and, and make such a difference uh, in them. So it, it really, there's a lot of joy all throughout throughout the journey uh, of, of, of growing up and even even getting older. You have a lot of life experience that you have to offer these younger children, your grandchildren, and you have a lot of wisdom. The Bible talks about the fact that you, know, you do have wisdom that you can pour into this next generation. And I really do believe that they want to listen. 
Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I know my own children love my parents and and love to mm-hmm. to be with them and listen to them. So so that's a good yeah. point. All right, so let's let's shift a little to your mama and your papa. You have had amazing parents. I mean, I think you would say that. And um, I'm sure they weren't perfect, but they were pretty terrific people. And it, it, your mother was Jeanette, and you wrote a book about her called A Quiet Strength. And of course, your dad is Truett, who who founded uh, Chick Fil A with. Your mom standing behind him and helping him all along the way. You even opened as the youngest, uh, I think, Chick-fil-A owner ever, your own Chick-fil-A. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. 19 years old. 19 years. That just blows my mind. That's about, my daughter's going to turn 19 in a couple of days. All right. So let's draw first from your mom. What are some of the traditions and, and value lessons that, that you use in grandparenting that you would suggest others use that you learn from your mom? Well, number one, my mom was a really huge, huge prayer warrior for her grandchildren. She prayed for them all the time. And to be able to pray effectively for them, she stayed connected with them. So she had lots of conversations whenever she could. Now, we raised our children overseas. We were missionaries in Brazil, and uh, we had two young children born there. And so a big part of their growing up life was spent overseas. But somehow my mom was able to stay connected. She would talk with them on the phone. She would drop them letters. And, of course, whenever we were stateside, she would spend time with them. But this idea of knowing what was going on in their lives so she could be an effective prayer warrior for them was something I learned from my mother that was so, so valuable. And then whenever she was with them, she always wanted to know what they were interested in, and she would ask them, teach me about that or tell me about that. So she she expressed interest in what was interesting to them. Oh. But at the same time, she wanted to help them understand what was interesting to her. So any skill sets that she had, such as being able to sew or to bake or to organize things or even painting, things like that, she always looked for opportunity to draw them into her interest to be able to, you know, to help teach them how to do some of these things. But my mom was just she had such a positive outlook on life. Uh, she had this kind of can-do kind of spirit, and she never let anything really get her down. I, I mentioned in my book, Quiet Street, about the time that we were uh, living here in the States, and my mom was going to have a birthday party for our oldest daughter, Joy. And I woke up that morning for her birthday party, and I realized Joy was coming down with chicken pox. So I called my mom. I said, Mom, I'm sorry, we can't. You can't have a birthday party. It looks like Joy's coming down with a chicken pox. And she says, oh, no, we'll still have the party. You bring her on over to my house, and I'll tell everybody, and they don't want to come. They don't have to. And when we got to the door, my mom greets us at the door with red dots all over her face. She's taking her lipstick, her reddest lipstick, <laughs> and and created dots all over her face. And for everybody that came into the birthday party, they had to come in with these these red polka dots all over their face. So we all matched Joy. <laughs> and we had a chicken pox party. And, you know, it just things like that, I think, are just, she just made life so fun and brought an element of joy into the lives of our, our children. And now I get the opportunity to pour that into my own children. My mother would get so giddy when she would see one of her grandchildren, she'd just about be beside herself. And I just love that. I think they recognized that and they realized that, man, my grandmother must think I'm really special. (laughs) Yeah. I try to make a big deal anytime I'm around my grandchildren about them because I want them to know how special they really are. Well, and I love that story because it's fearless. We're living in a time of fear. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, no, whatever, chicken pox. And and she made it a fearless (laughs) party, which I like. I want to touch on something. You brought up your mama. And she grew mm-hmm. up without a dad. And it's one reason yeah. that she leaned into God as her father. And I, and I love that you emphasize that in the book. But I'm reminded.
reminded Trudy that not only did she come from some difficulty and, and probably not a lot of money without a dad, but I'm reminded that you've been through some things as well, including working in Brazil and witnessing abject poverty and hardship. And you were impacted by those amazing people. You talk about that. You've also mm-hmm. faced your own kind of poverty of the spirit in times where your, your husband, uh, you walked him through a cancer diagnosis. You had uh, close mm-hmm. calls with children and I think grandchildren. I mean, you've been through a lot. I think people wouldn't guess it. They, they see you. They see Chick-fil-A. They think, oh, you know, she's got it all. And I think you'd yeah. say, no, <laughs> that doesn't define me. God defines me. And I've had my own stuff. So how mm-hmm. do you bring that to bear with your grandkids? Because I'm, I'm sure you don't want them. I, I know you don't want them to live sort of entitled lives or, or, or just to make assumptions about things. You want them to say, look, there's a big world out there and we all have struggles. How, I know this is a new question. I didn't tell you about this question, but well, how would you bring that into your grandparenting and, and to your grandkids? Do you try to teach them about things like that? Yeah, Jenny, it's a, it's a great question. When I look back on my parents raising um, me as a young girl, my parents didn't shelter us from challenges and difficulties, either challenges that my dad had at work, health challenges that mom and dad faced. I remember so often they would we would sit in our family den, and my dad would really with tears streaming down his cheek, he would share with us about maybe a staff member who stole the money from him that he really, really trusted or just a, what a difficult day looked like for him. And as a young child, I didn't know what to do a lot with that information. And my mother would always kind of ask us, let's get together and, and pray around your dad right now about this. And we would just talk together about it. But as I became an adult and as I began to have my own children, I realized how helpful that had been because it, you know, it was a little bit touch of reality that, okay, anytime we bump into difficulties and challenges, it's just a part of life. Yeah. But what I realized, first of all, my parents always went straight to the Lord with their challenges and their difficulties, and always the Bible reminds us that He uses those things for our good and for His glory. And sometimes when we're right in the middle of some really heavy stuff that's difficult to deal with, it's hard to see. It's hard to see God in it. But sometimes when we can get just a little further removed from it and we look back, we said, oh, my goodness, I can clearly see how God used that to teach me more about him. I learn more in my difficulties than I do in my uh, my good times. So in turn, I think as grandparents, we are trying to help our grandchildren understand this and, and share with them, here, here are the things that we deal with in life that are, that are difficult. And yet we realize that God is a, is a great God, and he is full of goodness, and he is full of grace, and he is always there for us. And so to point our grandchildren uh, back to the Lord and know his goodness is what we really bring a lot. It brings us a lot of joy to be able to do. Yeah, and children need that hope, especially right now with with, yep. with COVID and masks and all the other things going on and, and sort of division in our nation. And kiddos need to know that God is still up to something good. So so I love right. that lesson. I, I, just a couple more things I want to touch on. You talk about your dad, Truett, who, who so many people looked up to, and he clearly knew business, but he had struggles like the rest of us. Right. Is there a business principle that, that he passed along that that, that you are passing along now to your grandchildren or, or, or you know, something that you learned as a business person that is, that is a, a life lesson that you're able now to, to give to your kiddos because your dad taught it to you or to, I'm sorry, to yeah, your grandkids. Well, yeah. You know, people are always fascinated. Like how in the world did your dad come up with the Chick-fil-A sandwich? You know, and I tell them it's really very simple. 
Uh, my dad said it was simple, otherwise he could have never done it himself because he wasn't a very complicated person. But he said he deboned the breast of the chicken. He was in this small little restaurant diner right here on the south side of Atlanta, and he decided to pressure cook that chicken and peanut oil to give it a unique flavor. Uh-huh. He seasoned a special coater to put on it. He served it on a buttered uh, toasted buttered hamburger bun and put pickles on it because in his restaurant at that time in the 1960s he always served pickles on his hamburger um. and from that story are the basic leadership principles that we all need to understand and one is you just start where you are um, my dad was in this small little diner who would have thought something like this could come from that little restaurant right. but he just started right where he was he used what he had and what he had around him were those hamburger buns he had those pickles and he had chicken and then he just did what he could and so to start where you are use what you have do what you can just a basic simple leadership principles for all of us to realize that so oftentimes we don't step out and do things because we feel like, well, we don't have what that other person has, or we can't do what that other person has. We kind of play the comparison game. So I love to challenge people and say, look, you know, just look around. You start right where God has you. Use whatever God has given you, whatever resources, whatever networking, whatever is there for you, and then do what you can. And sometimes, you know, we'll do our best. God will just do the rest for us. Yeah. That's good advice. Just two more questions, um, I, I think. I, I'm usually not good about limiting my questions, but um, I, I, I think in recent years, Trudy, and I think you might agree with this, more grandparents have had to step forward to serve as parent to their grandkids. Is, is there any advice? Because it's, it it's not necessarily the fun, special thing that you have with your grandkids because you don't have primary responsibility for them, but do you have any advice for those grandparents who've had to step in and play parent to their children's children? Well, I, I think, let me say, Jenny, they are heroes yeah. uh, in, in, in my eyes that'll do that. And you're right, so many are having to do it. And my advice to them is, you know, not not so much worried that your, your, your grandchildren that you're trying to raise aren't listening to you, but remember that they're watching you and, and just to be a living example before them. And I would love to... I would love to challenge them to realize that they can't do it alone. Uh, Even parenting, we can't do it alone. But especially if you're a grandparent trying to raise uh, young people right now, recognize your dependency on the Lord and realize the fact that you have to reach out to him for help and to others for help. I was thinking, you know, like get your children involved in in a local church somewhere where they can be growing spiritually. Not only can you help them to grow, but others in your community, in your church community, uh, can help them. Get them connected with, with, with people that can come alongside you and help with what you're trying to do. Uh, all throughout the Bible it says, you know, that I, Psalm 121 comes to mind really quickly, that says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. Where does my help come from? My help come from the Lord who created heaven and earth. And I just, I just want to admonish these uh, grandparents that are taking in um, their own grandchildren and say, God is going to be your strength. He is going to be the joy in your journey, and he will be there to help you. Proverbs talks about the fact that we have to trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not on our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge him. Yeah. And so I pray that these grandparents will acknowledge, Lord, I need you every day, as we as parents need when we're raising our children as well. Uh, kudos to these grandparents that are um, 
once again, raising up a generation even in their own home. That's right. And, and in Climb Every Mountain, you do talk about how the greatest gift that a mother passes along or a father passes along is serving as an example. And I always mm-hmm. like to encourage moms, and, and in this point, uh, encourage, encourage grandparents, you are that example. You've been chosen to be that example. It won't be perfect, but they're looking at you, and you can do wonderful things in front of them. Last little quick question, and then, Trudy, I'm hoping you'll hang on for a minute because I'd love to say goodbye to you off air. <laughs> but sure, thank you. Last question, and that is, if you had a prayer to offer up for the grandparents across the country, across the world, on this weekend when it's National Grandparents Day, what would your prayer be for all the grandparents out there? You know, Jenny, I I would pray that they would have a fresh perspective on the amazing calling that Lord has given them as grandparents, Uh, that they would be faithful and intentional to to point these grandchildren Uh, to the Lord. I think it's in Psalm 78 that it talks about uh, helping this next generation so that they will set their hope in God. And that would be the prayer that these grandparents would be so effective that they would be able to point them to Jesus and to help this next generation set their hope in the only one true God. Yeah. Amen. I mean, really, that's the key. I mean, it's been the key for me. Um, I found Jesus and God in in adulthood and it's changed everything for me. Um, Trudy, I'm going to let you go um, before, you know, one or two more announcements and then I'll say goodbye to you off air. But how do people find you in your books? The easiest way is just to go to my website, TrudyKathyWhite.com. You can find everything you need to know there. Uh, purchasing books and speaking opportunities and information about me. I've launched a new podcast, so they might want to check that out as well. It's called Along the Way with Trudy Kathy White. I uh, record those and just put some true life stories out there to encourage uh, anyone that is uh, in, in hearing my voice as a, as a mother, as a parent, as a businesswoman, uh, whatever your role is that you're in, I'm here to encourage you and be behind you. I've got your back. One, Yes, you do. Thank you so much for sharing this wisdom today on Channel Mom, and I'll talk to you off air. Thanks for being on the show, Trudy. My pleasure, Jenny. Thank you for what you do. Thank you. All right, guys. Remember, I've got a book coming out in two months that I hope will be a blessing to every mom out there. It's called Mom, You're Amazing, Changing the World One Life at a Time. Check out ChannelMom.com. Find how we can help you. Thanks to all of our donors. Finally, this is the time. I thank you. Thank you, Mom, for all the sacrifices you make, for all you do that people don't notice. God bless you for raising up that next generation. Have a wonderful weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.